it's lights out and away we go. Vettel and Hamilton both get away well. And Kimi Raikkonen too pressurizing Danny Ricardo in a turn one as Vettel leads Hamilton, leads Bottas. Ricardo Verstappen running wide. Raikkonen then just behind him and he might have a look in the turn two. It's Raikkonen and Ocon in there. Collision. Ocon is out of the race. Kimi Raikkonen into Esteban Ocon down at turn three. He's alongside Verstappen. Is he going to make the move stick this time around? He locks up, but he does make the corner. That's a super move once more from Daniel Ricciardo there. And this time he's got it done early enough so that Verstappen can't fight him back going into turn two. But he's going to try and dive down. And the inside, they have crashed. They've gone into each other. Daniel Ricciardo, late breaking, couldn't stop in time. Max Verstappen was right in front of him. And the two rebels who have been touching and barging and banging all afternoon have had one bang too many. How can he be ahead of us? He was in front for 12 seconds and he had the gap to pit for the safety car. Oh, and there's a puncture for Valtteri Bottas. He ran across some debris. He ran across debris that Hamil was on the track. Hamilton takes the lead. Bottas in the lead has now got a puncture. Lewis Hamilton is going to take the championship lead here in Azerbaijan on this Sunday evening. He takes the checker flag now to win in Baku. It is Hamilton ahead of Raikkonen, ahead of Sergio Perez, who picks up what at one stage was a very unlikely podium. You're listening to the Q3 Podcast. Yes, g'day everybody and welcome to the first ever episode of the Q3 F1 Podcast. Ever. Oh, ever. Ever. That voice right there you heard was James Worth. I'm Ben Pascuzzi. James, yeah, how mate. pumped are you for this podcast? I am absolutely so keen. And we've got the this this is the perfect time to actually start this podcast because the race that occurred yesterday we are recording this podcast on a Monday night here in the Sin Studios on Sunday our time Melbourne time the Baku Grand Prix took place and Oof. boy oh boy in the words of BT <laughs> boy wow oh boy wow we wow we for those who are if you if we've got any international listeners Brian Taylor is the acronym for BT. Uh, he's an AFL Aussie Rules football commentator, and he's uh, very excitable, to say the least. But <laughs> anyway, moving on from that, let's get stuck into what was a phenomenal Baku Grand Prix, the fourth race of the 2018 Formula 1 season. And Lewis Hamilton has finally got a win for Mercedes. He got the W. He got the yeah, W. Yeah, pretty good race from him. Um, it was looking like it was going to go in Bottas's way or you yeah. know, one of the Ferraris, and then bang. You know, we see Valtteri Bottas with a puncture out of nowhere, like nothing. He didn't crash, nothing. Just went, just combusted. Mm. I wonder what that debris came from, which car. Uh, it must have been a huge chunk of metal. But anyway, before we get into all of that, let's get stuck into what happened in the race. The opening lap was fairly stock standard. Uh, nothing really too untowards except for Term 3, yep. uh, where Esteban Ocon and Kimi Raikkonen came to a collision. Yeah, had a little niggle. Yeah, Wasn't, um... yeah. Esteban, he left the door open <laughs> on Term 3. Kimi's gone down the inside, and Esteban's clearly not seen him. Just yeah. cut him off completely, and unfortunately for Esteban, that actually He's got a bit of taste of his own medicine. Yes, if we remember last year. 
when he and Sergio Perez came yeah, exa- to exactly right. at Baku as well. So, yeah, history's repeating of, itself. Bit of karma there for uh, Esteban Ocon. But nevertheless, yeah, so his race was done. Kimi was able to keep going. But let's let's get to the thick of the action. Max Verstappen and Daniel Ricciardo now, they were tussling throughout the Grand Prix. But how they each other got in front of the other, we'll talk about that. So Daniel Ricciardo was ahead of Max Verstappen going into the first lap. Then, all of a sudden, it was Esteban Ocon's crash. That brought out a safety car. Under that safety car, I think it went in around lap three or lap four. Yeah. Not too sure on the exact lap for that. But anyway, Max Verstappen got a better restart on him and was able to overtake him I leading into turn two. I think it was lap six two. or seven. Lap six or seven. I think, there you and go. Anyway, turn two, turn two uh, Max Verstappen got Daniel Rick on the inside. And just remember this for later on the podcast, Danny Rick gave Max Verstappen enough room a lot to of pull room. the move. A lot of More room. More than enough of room. I, I think He's too polite. If if it wasn't Verstappen who was pulling the room, um, pulling the move on Ricardo, would he have given him enough room? That's a good question. Mm. Because we'll like, come there's back like to the that. you know like the, like the Red Bull team bias. Like yeah. you know, if it was well, what if it was Alonso? What if it was Hamilton? Like I can tell you now, if it was Hamilton in Verstappen's position. Ricardo would have gone and stuff you, nah, mate. That's not yeah, happening. Exactly. We'll get back to that later. We'll actually discuss that in our yeah. thoughts about the race. So yeah, that's how Verstappen got ahead. Then throughout the whole race, Ricardo was far quicker than Easily. Verstappen. Yeah. Never got close. And then he tried to pull a move. Uh, was around lap eleven. Uh, didn't get it. But the two Renaults behind, Carlos Sainz and Nico Nico Hulkenberg, were absolutely flying. And they went past both the Red Bulls eventually. Hulkenberg, a couple laps later, went out uh, when he turned. Uh, unfortunately, he went into one of the barriers. So his race was done and dusted. Then Carlos Sainz stayed a couple of laps too long. What lap was on... that? That was lap 10. Hulkenberg. So that was, what, three laps after the safety car got pulled out. Yeah. Was there another safety car after that or not? Well, there was another safety car, which we'll get to, which was the big one, which yeah. was the big crash. <laughs> but yeah, so... Uh, yeah, Carlos Sainz stayed a little bit too long on his super softs. Max Verstappen eventually passed him. It was around lap 20. Uh, and then, yeah. So, now is where the good stuff happens. So, they keep jostling for position, uh, Danny Rick and uh, Max Verstappen. Don't, don't you just love that word, Danny Rick? Paul DeRest is just absolutely owning that. He loves it. It's good. You, 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 Danny Rick's just a fantastic name in Formula 1. So yeah, after three attempts, Daniel Ricciardo, he finally made his way past teammate Max Verstappen. Uh, the two previous attempts almost ended in, dis- in disaster, mind you, as Verstappen refused to let Ricciardo take his place. Man, it's like a bloody video game. It is. It's like when you've got some, when you've got like one of those computers trailing you and you're in like a yeah. salvo in the front and they're always trying to pass you like, nah, not today, mate. You're yeah. going to cause a crash. Not today. Uh, <laughs> and then also one of those moves, uh, Danny Rick... Tried to go around the outside of turn one. Yeah. Max Verstappen sort of had a lock up on that left front tyre, but... The, uh, I kind of get what you're going on yeah, here. If he you kind watch, of opened if, up. If you watch the Sky Sports F1, I can't remember the guy who was on the Sky Pad at the time, but it wasn't it wasn't Deressa, it was the other bloke, uh, the other young one. But you can see Max Verstappen, as Ricardo's going around the outside of turn one, and he's already... Almost off the track. Yep. Verstappen actually opens up his wheel Ooh, a little just bit. A, I, rec- I reckon nine times... He meant it. Nine out of ten people would not spot that if they po- paused it. Mm. 
Like he's just that slight little bit. Yeah. And he's trying to run him off the track. Yeah, because he's on full lock the whole time. And yep. you actually see him open it up deliberately. I don't know. Anyway, so that happened. Ricardo got in front. He pitted around two laps later, got a lead over Verstappen, went on to the, uh, what are the purple ones? Uh, the su- not ultra super soft. Ultra softs, yes. The ultra softs. When he caught some traffic, unfortunately, didn't have the greatest outlaps, allowing Max Verstappen the overcut. And then Max Verstappen was in front of him by around a second. They go around to the end of Max's outlap. Ricardo is absolutely flying. Yeah, mate. Easily. What, about 30 k's faster, you reckon? Oh, if that, if that. Ricardo then moves right. Verstappen slightly moves right. uh, And because that was a dummy from Ricardo, he goes down the inside. Max then blocks him. Cuts him in. Cuts him off. Doesn't give him enough room to make an overtake. Not one car width. He breaks way too early. Oh, it was just... just, Yeah, anyway. Pop goes the weasel. (laughs) Both of them out. Ricardo lost downforce straight into the Red Bull. Uh, I just think it was a lack of... Lack of sense with Max because, like, obviously, you know, it's it's stupid because you know it's going to end very, very badly. Yeah. Like, we'll and get, we'll get as into, they say in the interview, um, yeah. you know, it was both of their faults. Mm. They're not blaming one of them, but it's a bad result for the team. Of course, it's a bad result for the team. We'll get stuck into that later on. So that caused a safety car. Uh, then that allowed Valtteri Bottas to effectively have a free pit stop. Now, we forgot to mention, Sebastian Vettel had pitted earlier to get soft tyres. He had built around an 18-second lead over Valtteri Bottas, and Hamilton had pitted actually before Vettel also, and he was around 10 seconds behind him. Yep. So Bottas gets a free pit stop, goes on to the ultrasofts. So does Vettel, realising that, crap, Bottas is ahead, so he gets the ultrasofts. And Lewis did as well, I believe. Anyway, yeah, I think so. so going into the restart with around four laps remaining, Bottas leading from Vettel. Vettel tries a very, very audacious move, to say the least, down the inside on turn one, locks up his tyres, goes wide, ends up in fourth position behind his teammate. And then, obviously, he'd go on to lose that rate, that position to Sergio Perez later on because of the flat stops that cause. Flat spots, sorry. That caused on his tyre. And then Valtteri Bottas, two laps remaining. Oh, I, feel, I feel so bad for him. If you're a true F1 fan, it's just shocking. You know like, the pain. Your heart was in your mouth for Valtteri. He was going down the pit straight with two laps remaining. And puncture. Went over, a bit of debris. Must have been a heavy chunk of metal. And bang, his right rear tyre, gone. There's Race, f- done. There's a few things with like all this debris that's been happening in the, um, in this race, like in qualifying and practice. There was, um, I was watching. I think it was practice three mm. before qualifying on Saturday night, and the um, one of the back plates of the Haas car just flew off, <laughs> out of nowhere, and was it's it just, Grosjean? Yeah, and <laughs> it was just flying everywhere, and they were trying to point out what it was, but they couldn't point it out because. They, it, was, it was just such a big chunk. They didn't know what it was. Mm. And then you're seeing little bits of debris here and there that track marshals aren't picking up. And they're picking up like the little bits, but they're not picking up the big bits. And it's like, what, you know, like stuff like that could cause serious accidents. Mm. And what, are you, is um, Valdry going to blame the track marshals for this, you know, uh, debris on the, on the track? Is he going to blame himself? Is he just going to blame bad luck? Like, you know, like there's so many pinpoints that you can 
um, you know, refer to. But at the end of the day, it was just a bit of shit luck. It was. It was unfortunate for Valtteri Bottas. And that obviously opened up for Lewis Hamilton, who was in second place, to take out the GP win there in Baku. Second place, Kimi Raikkonen. Third place, first podium of the year for Force India was Sergio Perez. Going through, rounding out the top 10 will go. So Sebastian Vettel finished in fourth ahead of Carlos Sainz, who was ahead of Charles oh, Leclerc, who what finished in a sixth legend. position. Selba. Selba. First po- no, not podium, what am I saying? Second, Second points top finish. 10, uh, yeah. but it was the, what's the highest that they've finished this year? Yes, it was. Uh, but what was it? Ericsson finished? Was it ninth? Or yeah. Ninth or tenth, I feel in it was. In China. Yeah. And Fernando Alonso finished seventh, uh, which is a good result for him, putting him, I believe, what was it, sixth in the points uh, race in the championship. And then we had Stroll coming in at eighth, uh, which is good, good, a good result for him because he came, um, he started, you know, in the, one of the last back rows of the grid. And then we had Stoffel Van Dorn in ninth and Brendan Hartley in 10th, which is a good result for Toro Rosso, seeing they've had a bit of bad luck in the last couple of races. Yes, is that Hartley's first points finish? Yep. Has to be, doesn't it? Yeah, right. what, what, what did he start? Uh, his first race was USA last year. Yeah, he did come midway through last, or to the latter end anyway, yeah. of last season. All right, so that's our, what was supposed to be a brief recap, but uh, we can't really do a brief no. recap of that race. Of Azerbaijan. Like so it's, much that happened. It's a street circuit. Yeah. Stuff's going to happen. It's us too. We talk yeah, a lot. Exactly. We're never going to be brief. But so much happened. I'm like, I'm sorry, but like, okay, we had to do that. Anyway, <laughs> so let's get to the talking points of the race. Yes. All right. So we'll start off with the Ricardo and Verstappen crash. Now, there's Ooh, a lot of a elements one. to look at this. So the first question I'm going to put to you is, could slash should they have allowed Ricardo through earlier in the race? I think so. 100% because, I mean, Ricardo was the faster car on track. He, um, you know, he was, he's the most competitive of the two. And even though Red Bull said they don't have a one and two driver, they're both equal. Um, that's that's what they were saying in the interview, I think, mm. uh, after after the race. And, you know, you, sh- you should have a one and two driver because in these situations, you need to have a preference. You know, if you know that Ricardo can get the job done ahead of Verstappen, of course you're going to say, you know, Verstappen, let Ricardo pass. He's the fast car. But, you know, Verstappen being, I'm sorry to say this, but the selfish person he is mm. in this situation, he wouldn't let it budge. And he it got to the point where they had to, you know, both be a DNF is it's just plain stupid. Yes, I agree. Also, uh, Ricardo was clearly quicker though for the majority of the race, and you could see he was as a, what, a, a couple fan. tenths quicker. Yeah, each and, lap, and you could just see that he Verstappen was clearly holding him up, regardless of how many times Ricardo went for him. Max would just not let him through. He's like a and obviously boy. it's like racing, but I mean, I just keep coming back to the thought. If Ricardo was in Max Verstappen's position, where Verstappen was pushing, two things would have happened. One, Ricardo would have probably just let him through anyway, yeah. because he's a smart kid and he knows that later on in the race, it's just you may as well let him go through. He's quicker. And two, if Ricardo didn't want to let him through, Red Bull would have told him to let him through because exactly. you know why? Because Max is Red Bull's golden 
child. <laughs> I could it's not just... have said that better. Yeah, that's pretty much spot on, isn't it? Yeah. That's how it would have played out. Anyway. Well, well, what, do you think that played a part in, um, uh, what's his name? Oh, what's the chief engineer of Red Bull? Christian, Christian Horner. Yeah. Do you think that played a part in him not telling him to let go? Like, do you think they had belief that he could, you know, extend the they gap? Don't, they don't want to... In terms of what letting Max go, letting allowing Max, sorry, allowing Ricardo to go through. Yeah, it's because it's Max. Yeah, it's that's Max what I'm saying. Like, like, that's the only reason I yeah. can think. Uh, yes. Oh yeah, we'll let them race or whatever. But seriously, you don't do I that. Mean, it's too risky. You've and got... it's, how many times has it happened before that Daniel Rick, Daniel Rick has been in front of Max and he's let Max go through because he's quicker. It's happened time and time again, especially last season. It happened numerous occasions. Yeah. Would have happened probably in 2016. Not sure on the exact races, but it has happened yeah. in the past. I do remember it. So, But it's common sense. You let yeah. the faster car go through. because It's because it's, it's, it's Max. That can be the only reason. Anyway. Oh, we're getting so, too heated up. So they should have. We both think that they should have. Yep. Um, let us know also if you think they should have or could have. Um, could have avoided the penalty anyway. So just leave some comments, whatever you like, on it about it. Um, also... Sticking with this crash now, who was at fault in this crash? So I'll give the background first of all. Christian Horner and the team have just basically said it's 50-50. The drivers have come out to the media and said they've both taken blame. The report, has they've both been given a reprimand, and in the reprimand it says that they have are both equally responsible for causing the crash. However, sneakily in there it says although the uh, moves of car 33 which is Verstappen were the origins of the crash they are both equally responsible for it Spot I'll just on. leave that in there just very sneaky uh, what else yeah so it's basically 50-50 Nicky Lauda uh, came out there's an article on ESPN Ooh, he what did he said, say he said that it was 70-30 in favour of drumroll Verstappen Oi. Verstappen 70% in blame Thirty percent to Ricardo, so the which vaccine, I feel is around right. But anyway, what are, I, I believe so. What are your thoughts on it? I mean, you you know you've baited him into thinking he's going one way. See, then he's gone to the gap thinking that you're going to try and protect it, mm. taking the inside line and cutting across. But then you've gone back on him, giving him no reaction time whatsoever to go back out, and then you've slammed the brakes on way too early. Like you've brake checked him, like Hamilton did to um, Vettel last year. <laughs> Right, but without the side crashing, mm. like I just even if he didn't break, I'm not sure if he braked entirely early. Regardless of that, it's the fact that he moved again, isn't it? Yeah, because he moved once, albeit ever so slightly, he yep. moved again. But even when you're doing that, it's your teammate. Exactly, it's your teammate. At least have it on for one more lap. Mm. You know, maybe like make it a little bit close, like you know, stay side by side. Mm. But don't get it to the point where you're both going to crash out because, you know, if it was his fault, well, you know, his plans backfired in him because mm. I, I just don't get it. Neither do I. Um, are we going to make it... So we're we making... Are we agreeing with Nikki that's 70-30 or do we think more blame should be put on Max or less? What, what, where are we thinking around this? Because I think we, we both agree it He's should be accurate. Max is... Mostly to blame for this. I think Lauda's pretty accurate with this mm. because, you know, 30%... You know, that's of course the move a, was audacious. That's a not bad percentage. Let's be honest. What he did, yeah. Let's be honest. Ricardo's move was audacious. A bit risky. Albeit. It was risky. However, he was far quicker. Yeah. I don't know. So I, I'm gonna go. Hmm. 
don't know. Semi thirty sounds about right, but I still want to. I need. I what are you saying? Sixty forty? No, I'm I'm thinking seventy five twenty five. Okay. Like that's, all that's, very slightly, that. but like I just feel like I'm, I know there's going to be a little bit biased because I'm a huge Ricardo fan, but I just who isn't? Let's be real. Yeah, exactly. We're both Ricardo fans. Sorry, spoiler. Um, but yeah. Verstappen's got it. There's got to be more of a blame on him for this. You can't allow this. It's not mostly just the incident itself. It's the lead up to it. The fact that you collided with him uh, before um, when he touched wheels, when he tried to go around turn one, open the wheel. The fact you didn't let him go through several times when he was quicker than you. And then the fact, Ken, you didn't give him a car width. Yeah. If that was Danny, he's giving you that car width because he's already committed to one side. Yep. I don't know. I think seventy five, twenty five. No, I can respect that. That's fair. You've call. got seventy thirty. Yeah, uh, like it's you know, like you know, whatever response you're going to say, it's going to be controversial. People, people are going to disagree with you. Yeah. Well, let us know, guys. Yeah, of listeners course, listeners out there, let us know who you think is mostly to blame for that Red Bull clash, or if the stewards got it right in saying fifty fifty. All right. Uh, another point I want to bring up is: um, did Ferrari pit Sebastian Vettel a bit too early? Hmm. Well, they kind of had to react to Lewis Hamilton, who had yeah. pitted previously to him. So I think they were right uh, in pitting him at the time that they did, which was, I think, it was around five or six laps after Hamilton, because Hamilton yep. did pit fairly early, and they kept Vettel going on those super softs for such a long time. Uh, I think, yes, they did pit him at the right time. It was just unfortunate. That the safety car did happen, yeah, and Bottas get that. I think it's just uh, a bad chain of stop. events. Um, yeah. Like, well, we did see lots of the cars, uh, lots of the top four cars. Uh, the you know the two Mercedes, the two Ferraris, either one of them uh, put on new front wings at the very start of the race, which you know in the in the safety car didn't really matter. But I mean that threw an extra spanner in the works because that's one less tire compound that they had mm. access to. Um, but look, if I'm going to be honest, I I think. They may have pitted him a bit, bit too early. Because mm. um, he was going pretty quick on the yeah, super soft. exactly. And same with Bottas. That's why they kept Bottas. What did they change him to? Soft tyres. No, yeah. yeah, Vettel. Yeah, it was soft, Straight. wasn't it? See, I, if I'm going to be honest, I reckon they should have at least put him out another five or six laps or until they felt comfortable where the tyres were not losing as mm. a lot of grip. But, you know, they were, they were, they were worn enough to, you know, to change. Because, you know, obviously the softer compound is going to be the quickest. Yeah. And if he can gain, you know, f- two or three seconds on him with those tyres in, what, 10, 15 laps, mm. I mean, you know, that that could have been a change of place between Perez and Vettel. So, like, you just don't know because the possibilities of this is, is endless. You know, like, there's a million different possibilities of what could have happened, you know, if he, if he, if he pitted a little bit earlier, a little bit later. You know, if they, if they put um, you know a different compound on, you you just don't know with Formula One because it's it, you know it's so unpredictable. Anyone can win. Anyone can pit. Anyone can you know. We saw Buddy Perez place third. You know, this like this is the um, what is it's it, it's the second time that a in like in, in the past two years that a team that's not in like the top three four teams has finished in uh, third position. We saw Stroll. Uh, get j- duped of second last year. That was funny on the on the line by Bottas. But, and then he's like, "Oh, I think he got me." Yeah, I think he got I me. I think he got me. Got him. I'm just looking at the replay. Um, Vettel 
was on the yes he was on the sauce so then yep. they changed him to the soup the, the ultra sauce sorry I was just double checking for you making sure you were yeah, good yeah. anyway so they did they had to pit him I think at that stage anyway because yep. of Hamilton Hamilton was flying he was closing the gap ever so slightly Vettel was only ahead by 17 but yeah it was just unlucky that the safety car came out the time that it did unlucky <laughs> Can we just snip it in, Lewis Lever? Unlucky. Unlucky. <laughs> Unlucky. My mates love that. Oh, All right. Um, What's next? What's our next talking point oh, from the race? How about Mercedes? How lucky were they because of the free pit stop under the safety car? That got him the win, didn't it? Quote Ben Pazuki. Who's that? It's Pascuzzi. <laughs> yeah, I just realised as soon as I said it, I'm like, yeah, I fucked that up. Pascuzzi. <laughs> okay. I'm going to have to beep that out. It's like Scoozy. I'm going to have to beep this, all this out. (laughs) Just say Pascoozy. Pascoozy. No, say quote Ben (laughs) Pascoozy. Quote Ben Pascoozy. All right. Yes, I may have said lucky. Uh, Of course they were lucky. I mean, that hadn't happened. Bottas would not have gotten ahead of Vettel. However, I think Bottas still would have been ahead of Lewis, mind you, because he was 18 seconds clear of him. Yeah. If anything, it was like the highest 17, 17 point, like seven seconds or whatever yeah. ahead of him. So, Bottas could have pulled ahead of Hamilton either way. So, But I mean, yes. that doesn't, you know, change what happened to Bottas. No, not If that's at all. a good segue. No, not at all. Um, yeah, you, didn't so get that, you didn't get that segue. I did. I did. Because I just wanted to get And you just denied it. No, I know what segue you're going on. Right? I want to ask you, was he lucky? Yes. Yep. Okay, now we can go into the segue. So, yeah. what's the segue? I've got it here, but I need you to say it because you came up with it. Well, I mean... Oh, what? Um, <laughs> you don't even know the segue. No, I, I just said it. Bottas, when oh, will yeah. he get some luck? Yeah. Because well, you just said you know, it won't How lucky him was bloody Hamilton getting that, but how freaking unlucky was Bottas? When's Bottas... Unlucky. Unlucky. Uh, oh, Bottas. Mate, I feel for this guy. <laughs> like... It's not good. Oh, he's you know you know what he's like. He's like that. Um, you know when like there's a famous person. There's like his best mate, but like his best mate gets none of the fame. Yeah, and it's like yeah, I'm still here. Like I'm right here next to him. It's he's like the dark horse of Mercedes because he may get like one win a season. It's like in his contract. It's like you will get one win per season. You will get one win per season. You choose it like, wisely. Choose it wisely. Which race has he chosen then? Oh, look, anyway. I reckon it'll be Hockenheim Ring. Because that mm. comeback. Mm. I'd like to say Monaco. Who wouldn't like to say Monaco? Oh, mate, I'm in Europe when Monaco's on. I'm so keen to watch daytime Monaco. No. I've never mate. watched That'd Monaco. That'd be so good. I've never watched Monaco live. Mm. Never. As in, like, just watching it on TV? Live, yeah. Because I'm, like, you know, an infant and I, don't go to, and I go to bed early. Are you even an F1 fan? Are you even an Australian F1 fan? That what is, is the question on all of our lips. We will find that in the next episode of Q3. I'm kidding. Anyway, last comment. So we both agree that Bottas needs to get some good luck yeah, soon. Yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll come soon. I mean, he'll get a podium in the next... He, he'll get one in Spain, yeah. I reckon. But I don't know. It's, it's going to take a lot from him because, you know, there's the light. You know, ha- Hamilton is just, you know... Oh, he, he, he's literally got his foot on his throat saying, nah, 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 you're not moving, you're not moving. But I just want one day where he could just stick it up him and just say, yeah, that's right, you didn't get a podium, but I did. <laughs> That'd be good. 
That'd be good for Bottas. Anyway, the last one. Charles Leclerc. First points finish. Get around the big boys. Second time Sauber have finished in the points this season. Oh, is, is this going to be a regular clearance for Leclerc? I put the question to you, James. I hope so. I mean... But will it? He's a... I mean, he finished, what, P6 or 7? 6. Hey, that's not bad. Like, <laughs> Obviously, it's not bad. <laughs> but what I'm, I'm... I'm just trying to say, like, you know, for a Selba who's finishing bloody, what, 18th, 19th every single week, mm. to finish P6... In, on a street circuit, it's uh, you know it's a pretty hard track, um, and especially when it's all about speed, and you know Sauber's they don't really never... have a speed exactly. So anyway. anything but speed. Um, no. Was this was this all the clue, or was this a little bit of luck playing? I think it was luck as well. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to be honest, like of course, what what you had thirteen runners finish. Yeah, like you know if if anything he would have finished thirteenth. Marcus Ericsson, P11. Not, you know, decent. Decent. Not, not bad. Um, he had a big... He, he had a bit of a gap um, uh, from Pierre Gasly. I think it was six... Uh, what was it? 6.2... 6.26 seconds or something like that. He had... Um, oh, at the end? Yeah, so... Oh, sorry. It was... You know, it's, 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 it's not bad for Salva. I mean, they've got a fresh cone of paint this season. Uh, you know, with the Alfa Romeo. Big, yeah, good. The, the big. Um, I wanted to see if you the, got the name. The big logo, good. but um. See, yeah. we know it. We know our stuff here. We we do on we're the Q three. We're F1 not fake podcast. fans. No, we are not fake fans. We hate fake F one fans. Who are Actually, fake no, fans? we don't. We don't because they're supporting the greatest sport on the earth. Amen. Formula One. And for those that don't say Formula One's a sport, boy, oh boy, we can have this argument a whole other day. You know, I what? will come for you. We'll talk about this during the summer break. Anyway, Ooh, so. Yes. I think that pretty much wraps up our talking points from the ever-exciting Baku 2018 Grand Prix. Now, yep. we have recently, we've joined. We're, we're on the Facebook Formula One official fan group. If you haven't joined this, who are you? Yeah. Are you, as, as, the soccer, as the soccer fans would say. Who are you? No. Are, are, you? are you plastic? Are you are a plastic, you plastic fan? Are you a plastic fan if you haven't joined this group? Alright, so like this this literally says the official Formula One fan group. Like mm. you can't get any more official than this. Yeah, you cannot. Anyway, so we're gonna go each week when we review a race, we're gonna go through the some of those comments that we took to note and yep. that we liked uh from this official fan group. Alright, so uh one of the comments that I found uh on the group was it was it. Look, it's it's pretty classic, and you've got to give this um, ten points to Gryffindor because it's pretty. Only bloody good. ten points. I mean, that's the maximum you can get. Yeah. Uh, I know it sucks, doesn't it? Mm. Ah, bloody Dumbledore. All right, Max is the new Maldonado. <laughs> I think this was uh this was brought about <laughs> a couple of races Mate, ago. This is the call of the day. Is this well? <clears throat> didn't didn't they didn't when, when was it um? It's Bahrain. When he went to Hamilton. That's when all the Maldonado comparisons come yeah. out. But now it's like, it's confirmed. <sighs> Max is the new Maldonado. Pastor like, Maldonado. Mask off. What mask a man. Off. Maldonado. <laughs> Pastor Maldonado. Are you Minaldo in disguise? <laughs> Are you? I mean, this, that guy is cooked. He's like, cooked. gets a false start at um, Spa. Yeah. Causes the biggest crash almost in F1 history. Mm. <laughs> like, 
Oh, mate, Max is the new Maldonado. Like, that is not far off from Because Max on. just keeps causing collisions, causing crashes. He is. Should, you know, I know this is off topic, but should Red Bull, even though they probably won't, should they demote Max like they did with Danny Kvyat when he only made, was it two mistakes in Let, a row? All right, let's be real. Pierre Gasly or Brennan Hartley are not good enough. Remember, Carlos Sainz is still on contract with Red Bull. Look, oh I just I just saw your God. face. Your face has just gone, hang on a second. Could you? Oh, that, oh mate, that Spaniard. I'm not sure if he's allowed in his oh, contract to come back imagine? to Red Bull. Could you imagine that sexy boy in a Red Bull outfit mm. in the mat, in the, in the mat blue and red? If Ricardo leaves, Carlos Sainz will be under Red Bull. Easily. Either way. Easily. But, but the question I'll put to you, yep. should Verstappen be replaced? No. Should they drop him? No. Give him a couple more chances. But what about Danny Kvyat, though? Oh, mate. D- Daniel Kvyat, he was just a spud. He's a Max. He was a but dead... Max, I'll point, I'll counter to you, though. Max has caused more crashes than Kvyat, though. But Kvyat never got results. And there we go. He got a podium or so, but Max won his first... In his first race, he won. Mm. Like, yeah, so Max Verstappen's first win uh, was in Spain. España. Yeah, so okay. um, that was his maiden win, his first race. Just, mate, that I, you know, when something just sticks in your head for the rest of your life, that when Christian Horner says Max Verstappen, you are a Formula One race winner, yes. like that gives you tingles because it's gives just you like goosebumps. Oh, like he says it in such yes. happiness, and he's like, he's like, oh, mate, we've just we have just scored the biggest mascot, like. Like mm. a marquee signing in the soccer. That was incredible. All right. So, Maxi's the new Maldonado. Yep. Next. You got one? Yes. We'll stick with Max. Uh, another comment we found was, I've lost my respect for Max forever. Lack of fair play. Lack of respect for the works of his mechanics. Those guys work their A's off. Their, and, their bums off. Yes, their bums off. And you crash the car into your teammate. How much do we agree with this comment, James? Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty accurate. I mean, all these guys who are on this are on point. They know their stuff about Formula One. Fantastic. They're not plastic fans. Um, you know, fair play saying that he's lost respect for him. I mean, he's crashed Ricardo out. Mm. I mean, he's pretty much done a Vettel Weber. Yeah. Um which was the most selfish act in racing that I've ever seen in my life to this day. This does not beat it, but it's up there. Uh, it's a close second. I'm at, I wrote, what, five-tenths five, five tenths off that one. Mm. Um, all right. Yeah, um, no, I agree 100%. Like, they do work their bums off. Yeah. Um, you know, they've... Well, who was it that crashed out in qualifying... Uh, no, practice. Was it Grosjean who crashed out and they had to rebuild his car within, like, two hours? Or something like that. It was something something crazy. Like he obliterated his left front tire and all the carbon fiber on it and they had to rebuild it within Maybe. two hours. I can't like remember. Like that well, stuff's even, nuts. You can even use the example from Ricardo, uh when was it? China. Yeah. When he was out after P three, they had one hour. Was it one hour? Yeah, something one like that. One hour to get his car ready for Q one. They got him out with two minutes remaining. He got he, in thirteen and then he ultimately won the race. I know. So there's another example. So they do heaps of work. Um, he does it's a waste. show the respect to his teammate, Dan, who does show the respect to him. 
He needs a stern talking to. Let's say this. Even during the race, which I, I forgot to mention before, Christian Horner repeatedly over the radio said to Max, keep it clean, Max. Just keep it clean, mate. Yep, no worries. Just keep it clean, mate. I think he's getting a bit too head of, ahead of himself. Oh, yes. I mean, we saw in China he said... Um, oh, what? He said something about uh, Raikkonen because he passed him. Um, and he's like, that's how you do it, little boy, or something like that. Yeah, I and do remember And he's just like, okay, mm. he's just like, relax, relax. It's one place. Like, he's got to... T- I reckon he's going to turn into the next Hamilton just being totally cocky. You know, just totally up himself and thinking like, oh, I'm the best ever. Mm. You know, like... Well, sometimes you do need that. And that's why Hamilton's so good because he's got so much self-confidence. But yes, you are right. You do need to be grounded. I think think we've touched on this enough. Yeah. Um, We just got so much hate for this. Uh, Yeah. All right. What's up next? I've got one last one uh, about Fernando Alonso. All right. So... If I were Fernando Alonso, given the situation with um, the Max Verstappen crash, I would ask management to go to Red Bull and uh, provide um, Newey. What's providing Adrian Newey? He's the car designer. Oh right, come on, um, Newey. You're not was, a true F1 oh fan. You're God. a plastic fan. Shut up. We just exposed you. <laughs> um, it was a for some years um, to get me a contract. Even I have. Even if um, I have it, to drive it, for free. Mate, he says even I have to drive for free. Right, there is no way that McLaren will reach those three front teams in the short or medium term. Um, there is a slight chance that, uh, to get a All right, cut. What, is th- mate? This doesn't, it doesn't no, make no. sense. Hey, I don't know. Just say, um, if you were Alvin and Alonso, given the situation with Max, he'd ask management to go to Red Bull, providing that Adrian New will stay for some years to get him a contract. Okay, even if he has to drop a free. Okay. All right, so the next comment, uh, the last one, it says, uh, if I was Fernando Alonso, given the situation uh, about the Max crash, I would ask management to go to Red Bull and providing Adrian Newey will stay for some years uh, to get him a contract and even if he has to drive for free. That's a very fair call. Mm, I mean, should happen. I would love to see Fernando Alonso um, in the Red Bull car. He's got the potential. He's got the car now, funnily enough. I'll put a question to you. Is he still the best race driver on the grid? Now, obviously, it's hard to say because of results and stuff. Given the but history, though. He's driving a McLaren. Now, you could argue he has been exceeding McLaren's expectations in terms of where they finish and all that. So that's why I ask you, is Fernando Alonso still the best driver on the grid today? Yeah, in the circumstances he's in, 100%. I mean, so you don't think Daniel Ricciardo is a better driver than him? No. You don't think Lewis Hamilton's a better no, driver? No. Sebastian Vettel? Hamilton, Ricciardo. Max Verstappen. You don't oh. think Max Verstappen's a better driver Mate, than Fernando? Listen Alonso. to what I'm saying, all right? Mercedes, Ferrari, Red Bull. They all have the cars. Yeah. McLaren doesn't. Mm. They've somewhat got a better car this year. You know, we, we saw them finish a bit higher up in Australia, which was a bit, you know, ooh, okay, McLaren's a bit in contention here. Okay. But, mate, easily. I mean, this guy is literally running on a car that's not built like any others. You know, he's they're using well, what a couple of years ago they were using engines from like old old um, Mercedes engines from the year before. Now they've got a better car, more competitive car. He's been sitting in a Mercedes car, you know, absolutely moaning and groaning, saying, you know, each race last year when he crashed out or he had an engine failure, mm. he's like, what do you expect with this car that I have? Now he's got a car. Now he's exceeding 
right now is exceeding their expectations. Well, he doesn't have a car yet. Still well, not the greatest. But, but it's it's better than what it was. Mm. That's what I'm saying, right? It, I 100% agree that he is one of the, you know, if not the best driver on track, second driver maybe, but um, you know, easily. Hmm. It's it's hard. I think. I don't know. I think he is still the best driver in terms it's because it's hard because I still clearly see Danny Rick's the best race day driver is he not the amount of overtakes he can do but how much of that has but to do I mean, with the we, car hang on we need to break this up technically mm. technical wise and move wise and all that Danny Ricardo. But like performance wise and all that sort of like, there's two different. All right, so we'll look at performance the wise then. We'll performance look at perform- wise. If we're talking performance, Alonso. Alonso. If we're talking race day, Ricardo easily 100. percent I mean that that dive bomb he did. Um, Baku on, last year also. No, it was that? China. Yeah. Remember Baku when he went three wide? Day, mate. That has me salivating. Four wide, actually, it was, because he had three on the outside. And what happened there? You fit four cars through there, and you couldn't fit two in this race. Oh, God, blimey. What is going on? Oh, Ben's done. I'm done. Anyway, I think we're done with this show, are we? I reckon I reckon we should um, call it quits. Close the garage door. Yes, we'll close the garage door. We'll exit Q3 with pole position heading oh. into the race. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed listening to the first ever edition of the Q3 F1 podcast. Quality. With myself and James. James, it's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure as well. We'll be back next Monday to record the show and preview the next Grand Prix, which is in Spain. Correct, which is on the 13th of May, I believe. Whatever day it is, we'll be covering it for you next Monday. So till then, we'll catch you at the front of the grid.